Welcome to another podcast of Bible Studies for Life Adult. I'm Chris Johnson. With me is Lynn Pryor Woo-hoo. and Andrew Hudson. Hey, Andrew has the responsibility of promoting um, Bible Studies for Life for adults, kids, and students. So, Andrew, we welcome you to our podcast today. Thank you. Also, I feel like I get to keep you guys in line a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I, really I try. Pre- I really I try. appreciate what you do as a uh, a brand manager, just to help get the word out about these great Bible studies. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. All right. And so what we're doing today is we are wrapping up a study we've been in for a few weeks called Holy Vocabulary. And our point has been to look at some words that for us in the church may feel common. Uh, we Well, we know what these words mean, but surprisingly, a lot of people have different meanings they give to those words. And like today, we're going to look at a word that should seem obvious to us, or a phrase, it's called, it's eternal life. That's our focus today. But even uh, within, uh, within certain circles, eternal life can mean different things to them. But I want us to focus in on what does the Bible tell us? How should we understand eternal life? Of course, we're going to be looking at a passage in Revelation 21, which for some people will be very familiar. They've probably heard it at a funeral. Uh, yet, I want to counterbalance that with so many of the images we get from Hollywood versions of heaven. And what people say, well, you know, I always heard heaven was like this. Well, let's, that, life we can talk we can about that, but we've got to stop and say, what does the, the Bible say? That's and what we truly so know about heaven. I think life. we typically think of in the future when sure. we think of that phrase. But there, the reality is we are living in the presence of God now. And uh, that just gives a little balance, I think, to our lives when we think about it from that perspective. Right, certainly. And, of course, when uh, death comes to us or we come to uh, this scene in Revelation 21, uh, we we will experience salvation to the fullest. And even though we're experiencing God's presence now, uh, we're going to experience his his presence in a a far greater way. Much, Much more different and unique. Right. All right. So uh, Chris has uh, brought us up to the point, just this idea we want to keep before us. And and as we talk about this, we live forever in the presence of God. We're going to be in Revelation 21. Now, as I said, this is a familiar passage uh, to us. Uh, Let's just talk about for a moment just the first five verses and uh, this idea that we're living in this perfect place in heaven. Verse four for me is the crux of uh, what gives me a whole lot of comfort. Um, there will be no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, for the old order of things has passed away. To me, it is um, a place filled with joy that we will get to spend forever worshiping our God. And that brings a great deal of comfort for me. It is. That's just amazing. There is a, a question uh, in, our, in our books, uh, in the personal study guides, and I like this question. I think it's a good way to, to kick off getting into that. It's this, the question is, what are some ways our culture expresses the concept of heaven? And just for them just to kind of bat that around and then to kind of get to that, well, let, here's, here's the heart of it, as Andrew just said, that living in the presence of God forever. You know, one of my favorite bands, U2, has some great songs about what they imagine wow. heaven to be like. And I think they're very poetic and they're beautiful, but at the same time, to me, it is it is more about worshiping God um, that we'll spend eternity doing. We can talk about how wonderful heaven's going to be, and you often hear people say, I can't wait to get to heaven because I'm going to get to see my, my, my uh, 
my spouse. I'll get to see my parents again. I won't have these aches and pains anymore. And we talk about those things that are they're certainly going to be there that are going to be beneficial. But what I think we need to pull out of this also as we look at Revelation 21, what makes heaven heaven is the presence of Christ himself. So as we look at you know kind of verses 6 through 8, we need to understand that as we, this wonderful picture of heaven, we have it based, we're going to experience that because of a relationship with Jesus Christ. In the here and now. And that's right. so important for us to understand that um, we live with this hope that one day we will live in the presence of God in heaven forever. But that's an issue that's settled here in earth and now. It's not something that can happen after the fact. We, no one can take care of this for us after right. we die. It's, it's a decision that we make to live in that relationship with Christ. And I think that's important to, to, to discuss in the groups. There is a survey that was done to talk about you know, people's views of heaven and hell and all that. And what was interesting is people's views of heaven and hell changed the older they got. There was a less thought of eternal death, that, every, that, hmm. that there is eternal death, there is a hell, as the older they got. And they, so they think about it more the older they get or less? They think, they, they, they question the reality of it more. Okay. Their friends, are, as, as we're aging, we go to more funerals. And they begin to think in, in terms of, now I'm putting this, the uh, survey in my words, they begin to think about, you know, so-and-so that they've known for years. He's such a nice guy. I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll be in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I can't see him just experiencing eternal death, as the Scripture talks about. But that's what we need to see in here. Yeah, heaven is there. It's available for anybody. But there's that condition. you got to have that personal relationship with Christ. And that's what we see in verses 6 through 8, that that's what it's based on. But the flip side of that is also that hell is also very real, right? And so we can absolutely talk about how a personal relationship absolutely leads uh, to a forever with God. But the flip side is also true. We've got a fiery lake of fire or a sulfury lake of fire that awaits um, the second death in verse 8. So um, I, I also think that it's interesting that there are certain characteristics that are specifically called out in verse 8. So obviously the vile and the murderers, that makes sense. But then the sexual immoral, the liars, the idolaters, those also are going to hell. So it is a wide range of people that if you don't have that personal relationship with people, if you don't have that personal relationship with God, then second death awaits you. And of course, this is not an exhaustive list. Of course. Uh, But um, it it captures the idea that you've got to have that relationship with God. That's right. That's what matters. So we get to the third section. We're just going to look at verse... uh, Verses, uh, excuse me, chapter 22, we're going to look at verses 1 through 5. And we're now going to see that, now we're not only going to be in the presence of Christ, there's the idea that we are going to be reigning with him. So we get to the last section here. We're, skip, we're going to now to Revelation 22, the last chapter of the Bible. And just look at those first five verses. And we see here that not only are we going to be in the presence of Christ, we're going to reign with him. And I like how the personal study guide helps us understand this passage. Points out the three things that we're going to, you see this in this passage. We will worship God, we will serve God, and we will reign with God. You know, for me, 
one thing, it's, I'm going back to that Hollywood version of heaven you always heard about. The pictures sitting with your angels. We got these wings. We're sitting around playing harps on clouds. I got to tell you, as a kid, that did not sound exciting. I mean, now as an adult, it does not sound interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I can't play a harp. But it just sounds boring. Yet we see here in this passage, that's not the case. So you don't see anything like that. But what you see is that we are serving. And uh, we, we think of work as this awful thing. Well, work was there before the fall of man. It's just work got hard with sin in the picture. So we're going to serve, and we're going to be active. We're going to be doing things, but it's all we're going to be doing it with Christ and for Christ, for his glory. Sounds good. Forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Right. I think this is a great place to end up our, our study on just holy vocabulary. So I, uh, my role as a content editor uh, for Bible Studies for Life is primarily for senior adults. And uh, I think this is a, this is a, a message, a, a session that speaks to all adults, but I think especially to senior adults. There's that, that longing for, for heaven, for eternity, for being in the presence of God with all of the things that we talked about from Revelation 21, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more tears. And uh, so we need to keep that idea of hope in front of our, uh, in front of us as we're talking about this, this uh, scripture passage. Yeah, I hope it's going to be a great study for you and your group as uh, those in your group are talking about this. And uh, so I'm glad you joined us for this. But let me ask, if you're a teacher, just kind of hang on with us for a minute because uh, in a minute we're going to ask Andrew to share a teaching tip just for the teachers. But first, Chris, talk to us about one of the resources that we have available. So something new that we have developed over the past couple of years is called the adult Adults Group Box. And th- the idea is you have uh, in it is everything that you need to teach your class. So instead of ordering seven uh, personal study guides and a, t- a leader's guide, you would order this kit that contains 10 personal study guides, a leader guide. It also contains a biblical illustrator. If you uh, are ordering a King James version um, of this box, there is a Herschel Hobbes commentary. If you're ordering a, a Christian standard uh, version box, you get the advanced Bible study. So there's all kinds of tools that uh, come in this kit for the for the leader. It also includes a quick start guide to help you to know how all these resources fit together. It's at a reasonable price, right at seventy dollars, and that is a savings for that's right. you. And that's one of the benefits of doing this. Well, I think also it's just it's a one click easy. Um, so I can I can click the button, know that I'm getting everything I need. And I don't have to think, okay, did I already order this or did I already, did I get enough? And you're like, just, it's one click, one and, click. And, and for that person at the church that gets all this curriculum, oh, it's a box. Yeah, they don't right. have to count out books. Makes just, distribution to the classes much easier. That's right. So, right. so I, I do, I like the concept of that adult group box. Uh, I have done a lot of leadership development in my most recent uh, career path, and it is one of my favorite things I get to do is develop others. Um, And so one of the things I love to do with my team is we develop goals. And a lot of the time it's it's based off of, you know, there are 168 hours that we all share every week. And so how are you using those 168 hours? Or there's a good analogy of, uh, one million seconds ago is like 10 days, 11 days ago, but a billion seconds ago is 33 years. So it is a significant 
number, right? So in that vein, um, I like to think about how long forever is. And so um, I would love uh, for you to use those illustrations of 168 hours or there's 24 hours in a day and 365 days in a year, you can start building this calendar or a five-year plan. What do you think you're going to be doing in five years? And really map out a plan for some people and and then say, now do it for forever, right? So our forever is going to be worshiping and serving and just glorifying our God. That's great. Of course, the illustration that came out for me as a youth minister, and Andrew, I know you've had that in your past, is working with eighth grade boys. That feels like an eternity. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we really are glad that you joined us for this podcast for Adults uh, Bible Studies for Life. And we look forward to having you with us next week. Thanks. <laughs>